Tally-ho, friends. I am Wolfkins, the uh, DM for the upcoming Koopo Quest campaign that we're going to be running here on Twitch. And I've got one of my players here that we're doing some interviews with. Uh, hey, you want to introduce yourself? Hey, guys. This is uh, Harlequin, uh, sometimes Harlequin381. Uh, just here for the interview, for the game. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, we finally have our start date. I did put out a video recently. We are going to be starting November 7th. We're going to be streaming Mondays at 9.30 p.m. I'm very excited. We've had to delay it a little bit just because of scheduling with, with everybody, but it's it's coming up. And I, I know I've been talking to you. You're, you're pretty excited to get started, too, I, I believe. <laughs> very much so. I'm even trying to help you organize a few things, That's... like uh, like the player list and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's always great to have that one player that, that helps out with stuff like that because anything to take the burden off of the DM. So Exactly. Uh, that brings me to a question, though. Uh, you have some pretty extensive uh, experience with it, tabletop role-playing games and D&D in general, correct? So Yeah, I'm going to date myself. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> um, us adults do play. Um, do. So I started playing back in D&D Redbox. Oh, wow. Back in the early, early 80s, wow. 1980s. You've been playing every edition since yet. then? Or? More or less. Yep. Um, some favorites, some not so good. Sorry, D&D 4th edition. Uh, I knew it was 4th. Um, I knew that was coming. <laughs> I played other, quite a few other games, Pathfinder series. Okay. Um, you name it, I probably dabbled in it. I even started writing my own game. Mm. Never got published, never really finished it, but... Okay. Well, which one's been your favorite so far? To be honest, Pathfinder 2E is my absolute favorite right now. Okay, um, I've heard good things followed about up, Followed up by D&D 5E. I love D&D 5E for bringing so many people to yeah. the genre. I mean, I was around one day, we were like, oh, it's the devil's game, and... Oh, yeah, I can imagine. And, music too and yeah. you know, <laughs> i was i was living during all that and um i, I remember I was, parts of that phase uh, i wasn't playing it though but i do remember people whispering about D D and oh it's making people satanic it's making people kill themselves they're getting so into it and delusional and i'm like oh that sounds scary because i was a kid and then you get older and you're like oh that was just a bunch of bullshit <laughs> so. yeah yeah as a matter of fact uh just just bringing up a recent thing stranger things mm -hmm. you know that that brought another like oh what's this they're playing dungeons yeah. and dragons i've heard of it and never tried it yep. they even came out with their own edition it was a pretty cool edition i bought it and uh sent it as a gift to a, my best friend's uh you know, they're girl, they're young girls. I, I think I have, I don't have the box set. I remember they came out with that. I do have the adventure on D&D Beyond that I've never had a chance to run, but I read through it and I looked at some of their versions of the the monsters. They're pretty cool. And and what I liked about it was it's written from like, what's well, Mike's perspective or something like that. So you got some notes in there mm -hmm. that from Mike, like a, like a, you know, like, like, looks like it's penciled in yeah, and all really that neat. stuff. And it's really it's, neat. It's an awesome addition. I might get my own just to have in my library. Yeah. I, I've been moving in a in a digital uh, direction just because, you know, most of my games now are online. Of course, this one's online because we're streaming it. And it's just, yeah, I've been using D&D Beyond because it's easy. I think the only one I physically own is the player's handbook. But, um, yeah, I do like those those nice collector's editions. Um, the Spelljammer one looked really cool, too. Like that three-box edition they just came out with. Well, that was pretty, very pretty. So, so yeah, you've been playing for a while. This one is, sorry it's not Pathfinder 2E. We are, we are doing D&D <laughs> no 5E. No worries, no worries. <laughs> I'm not as familiar with Pathfinder. Um, I've, I've mainly just came in with 5e. I was one of those kind of Renaissance people. Um, I, I got interested into it when it was 4e, but I, I, when I started trying to learn it, it seemed complicated and it kind of turned me off. Uh, then 5e came out and I just decided to check out one of their adventures leagues one time. I was like, oh, this is, this is more straightforward and, uh, picked up the player's handbook, then just became addicted to making characters. Uh, and I think we were, I was talking with Ace yesterday about when we were doing his interview, we were like, you know, it's, I've got so many characters that I'll never play, but it's just so fun to make them. And it's easy. It's easy to roll up characters these days with 5e and you know, d and &E Beyond. That's exactly one of the things I tend to do when I pick up a new edition of any game. Mm. I'll leaf through it, read the important parts, make a 
bunch load of characters just mm-hmm. to see how the characters build, how do they look, you know, roll a few dice. It's like, okay, looks like I can hit this creature, yep. no problem. Um, so that's kind of what my modus operandi on, on playing any tabletop gaming. Uh, I am old school. I do own books. I buy books. <laughs> I like holding books. Yeah, I uh, but I do them, like but... <laughs> D&D Beyond. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not that I don't dislike them, but I, I do. It's just the way I'm playing. It just seems it's just more efficient for me uh, to, to buy those. But now they're coming out with those bundles now that um, Hasbro actually own or Wizard of the Coast actually own yeah. D&D Beyond. So that might change. We'll see. But I also like it because I can share those books with my players as well. So like mm-hmm, when I, mm-hmm. when I have them on D and D beyond, when I do things like this, I can make all of the options available to you on D and D beyond so that you guys don't have to start buying stuff yourself. So I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm also hoping that D and D beyond uh, a little plug and uh, nudge here that <laughs> if you have the physical books that you can finally be able to like add them into D and D beyond. Yeah. I know I- they're, doing some things where they're giving you a discount, but hey, we'll see. Well, I think they're doing, they're starting to bundle them going forward, but I don't know about retroactively because if there's retroactively, that'd be great, but I, I don't know. We'll have to see. But uh, so, yeah, so I was talking with, with Psychic about just kind of the different, the, the blend of players we have because we have uh, a nice range of people who are newer to D&D and people like yourself who are D&D veterans. And then we also, on the flip side, have people that are veterans of Final Fantasy and who are a little bit newer to Final Not Fantasy. Me. So I have about as much experience with Final Fantasy as you have with Pathfinder 2E, probably. Probably. Well, you might you played 14, I think you said. So you might have a little bit more because I haven't picked up bit, Pathfinder yet. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of uh Final Fantasy. I think I got to I want to say like level 10. Oh, I don't so I little, don't even remember. A little bit. That I can't even log back in. Um so I've been having trouble <laughs> with that. But that's yeah. my experience. I know a little bit of story because you know my my nephew. He was a big Final Fantasy mm-hmm. fan, and what little inform uh, what information I was able to get from you for like what should I know about the world, mm-hmm. so things like that. Yeah, and and I think that's going to be really interesting, and and I think it's nice how that worked out because we've got a blend of people that will uh, be able to help some of the new D and D players with maybe D and D rules as they come up. And then if there's anything specific about Final Fantasy that someone needs to know, we've got the players there that can help. And I just, I think it balanced out really well. I was very, very pleased with how that kind of, because I wasn't really, I wasn't really aiming for any kind of general level of understanding with this stuff. And the way that the Final Fantasies tend to run anyway is each one is its own standalone story, but there are threads. There are things that kind of go through the series that kind of makes them feel cohesive. And that's kind of how I've designed this world is, you know, it has things from the Final Fantasy series, but it's not based on any one entry in the series. So therefore, you don't really have to have an encyclopedic knowledge. Um, and I think it'll be interesting to see it from your perspective, because I think just being able to play it as a D&D game and follow it through like that, well, you'll have a slightly different experience than, say, Psychic, who is really into the Final Fantasy and might get more of the references. And it's, it's just interesting for me to see how that's going to play out, so... Uh, yeah, I, like I said, I, I'm looking so forward to it. Uh, I've, I've been watching or reading a few of the things that you've been adding mm-hmm. on to Scabbard. Um, I love that site. <laughs> it, I'm impressed. Um, they sent me the whole thing about like, hey, you do you want to join us for <laughs> yeah. a subscription? I'm like, I haven't GM'd. I, I'm trying not to GM anymore. I, that's what I did all the time with my buddies mm-hmm. back in, uh, in California. Uh, I'm not in California anymore, by the way. Uh, but uh, yeah, I did almost all the GMing with my buddies because Forever everyone DM. wanted to play and no one really had a storyline. I'm like, going, well, here, I got a story. Here, yeah. let's go. I've kind of fallen into the Forever GM uh, role as well. And I find it sometimes difficult to find a game during, because I have a young kid. So most of my playtime's later in the afternoon for me, like 9.30 p.m. <laughs> um, so sometimes it's hard to find a game. So then I was like, you know what, I'll just start my own. And then I, I kind of had this idea for the Final Fantasy. And, you know, my brother and I run a Final Fantasy podcast anyway. So I was like, why don't I just stream it? And we can just say, hey, it's more content. And he's like, sure. 
And then, you know, I, I decided to do that. And now that we're like two weeks out, I'm like super nervous. I'm like, what was I thinking? Why am I doing this? <laughs> but we'll, we'll get those, uh, those jitters out. Oh yeah. Well, quickly. it's those pre pre game. I mean, I've been DMing since probably five E came out. Like I played for less than a year and then realized I was going to have to DM if I wanted a steady game. And, uh, still before every time, you know, I sit down, I'm like, okay, you know, it's still, I get those, those stage fright right before i go on even my home games because i'm like oh my god i gotta make this fun for everybody sometimes it's hard for me to remember you know it's a collaborative thing like we all work together the players have to put in you know as much as i put in but there's just that gm pressure like it's all on me to make sure everybody has fun (laughs) it's it is more work because you're the one that has to set up the work uh the the world the encounters creatures traps puzzles mm-hmm. uh the whole storyline like sure why are we sense. even doing this yeah yeah well it's a lot of work i know <laughs> uh, adding the other layer on because this will be the first time i've really streamed and now i'm having to figure out all those tools you know i'm like oh what stream labs and oh how am i going to display this and oh how am i going to capture people's videos and oh, i didn't even think about this and that so uh, i think i'm getting it i think it uh, i think it looks okay so i like the overlay we're going with and i'm pretty excited about it um but, but yeah, that, yeah. that looks sweet. Yeah, I liked it. I, I find that on Etsy, actually. Uh, I was looking around, and then I think it was Ace was like, have you checked out Etsy? And I found some really cool stuff on there. So then it made me want to do other streaming, because I'm like, oh, I really like this. And I'm like, no, one step at a time, Wolfkins. <laughs> Slow it down. Plus, plus things like Etsy supports the small businesses. Yep, yep, I do. I, man, and they got some really good stuff. So... I mean, I knew about Etsy, but I always thought it was just crafty stuff for, like, you know, sweaters and stuff. Because my wife loves Etsy. She gets stuff all the time. I didn't realize there were, like, digital packages on there. I was like, oh, I you have You can even get custom-made models. So I didn't even look at that. See, for, I've used like, a Hero Forge before, um, but those are really expensive. Um, I had one, and I, I had them paint it for me, and it was, like, 50 bucks. But... Uh, that was I've only done it once, and it was for the one character. I was like, "This is this is my character. I love I love her so much. Uh, this is the character that I, I enjoy playing the most. Even if this campaign goes to crap, I, I kind of want to have a memento of her. Uh, so yeah, I, I had her made up. But nice. But other than that, I don't think she's near our Georgia. <laughs> so. Yeah, I've tried to get my wife into a few games, and mm-hmm. she's enjoyed them on the mo most part but she's not like jumping up and down it's like oh let me jump into the next one yeah so. that's that's same so i you know i i like sharing hobbies with my wife and we do lots of stuff together but dnd's not her thing and i've tried she played she will every now and then like if i need another player she'll like okay i'll jump in for this one shot and there's been times i'm like baby i got like this is a huge combat can you just help me run one of these monsters and she'll be like fine but um it's just not her cup of tea really but uh, sure. she 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 gives it a try for me, so I, you gotta appreciate her for that. <laughs> so exactly. But yeah, same same. So you know, I was looking for you know people that would be interested in this. So I, I think I think I met up with you through one of the discords, I believe, like the D and D Beyond. Yes, I think the D and D Beyond one. Yeah, and you know, just kind of right away when you started messaging me, I'm like, oh, I think this I think this is gonna be a good fit because you seemed really knowledgeable about. Uh, D&D, I thought we had pretty good conversations. Uh, you, you've been really good about the questions that you, you've asked. And I'm like, oh, engagement. I love I love player engagement. And I feel like I've been getting that a lot from you, which is great. And uh, also, you know, knowledgeable from the DM side of things. So you've been kind of helpful with that too. You know, suggestions, just bouncing ideas off of you. So there's only so much I can, I can let you know without ruining it for you as a player. But it's been nice just kind of going back and forth on uh, homebrew rules and stuff like that, and just kind of, just kind of talking. So uh, yeah. yeah, quite a few of those rules that I read on uh, that you posted on Scabbard. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, those are things I do, and yeah. I also shot you, uh, you know, like a couple other ones, but. Yeah. Nothing that we have to use, of course. Yeah, and, and I've got some of those marked as the maybe try category. Um, so I've, I've kind of organized those. The uh, Yeah, that list I put together, and what, what he's talking about is if you go to our Scabbard page, which everybody should be able to access it, because the idea is it's going to be kind of like a living, breathing document. I'm going to keep it updated as you learn secrets, as new characters are introduced. Uh, but I do have uh, like homebrew rulings on there, and I don't think anything's too out of the ordinary. Uh, most of it's yeah. clarifications that have come up through play uh, just to make sure everybody's on the same page. 
but yeah, just little things that slightly deviate, like how I handle nat ones and nat twenties. Just clarifications on that. Um, I do believe that we discussed alternative potion rules in our session zero, and mm-hmm. I might be mm-hmm. adding those in. Those those are not in there now, but I did kind of like what we were discussing there. So. But yeah, I mean that's that's I like to be transparent with my players. I like to make sure they know what to expect before they sit down. That's why I like to do the session zero. I like to make sure they've got the rules, and I don't like to spring things on them. Uh, one of the rules I like the most is is people, um, if you do take a spell, and then when we go to use it, you realize that oh, I misread this. It doesn't work the way I let people swap those for free uh, because I hate that feeling because it's happened to me and then I'm stuck with it because I like to play sorcerer. I'm stuck with it till a level up and then I have to use it as my swap out and it just doesn't feel good, especially when it's just something that I'm like, oh, I misunderstood. It's not a GM ruling or anything. This just wasn't how I thought it was going to go. Of course, you don't have to worry about that, right? Because you're playing uh, fighter, (laughs) aren't you? I am playing, well, his name is Grunthor. Mm-hmm. He will be known as Golem because he has amnesia. Uh, more than the normal of, amnesia that everyone else has. More than normal. It's kind of my way of uh, hiding the fact that I don't know, know that much about Final Fantasy. Clever. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he's uh, he's known as Golem because everyone in the, uh, let me see the, Infantry, I was a part of the infantry and a teamster of the Republic of Bastok. Yeah. But what's Bastok? Um, Which is so he has amnesia. You'll notice that doesn't appear on the map anywhere, and most people you encounter may not have heard of it. So that's an interesting mystery that we're going to have to un- uh, kind of unravel. Yeah. Which is something we discussed. We did. And, we did. Uh, I also he's going to be. I got to give you this because it's that the Republic of Bastok is from Final Fantasy XI which has a very, very... It was my first MMO. It was my World of Warcraft back in high school, and it is like the nearest and dearest to my heart. So I didn't have that city necessarily prepared on the map, but you gave me that, and I was like, I can work with this, and any additional Final Fantasy XI I can inject into this game is fine by me. <laughs> so. Perfect. I just I just added my note, uh, that note about Final Fantasy XI. Final Fantasy XI. Um, yeah, so yeah, he's he's a fighter right now. Um pretty big. He's Galka. Um mm-hmm. he is six foot oh seven foot five. Yeah, uh so he's on the maximum side of uh being a Galka ish. He's a big guy. Um and he uses a two handed sword. Mm-hmm. Um I was going with a Japanese theme for all the weapons, so it was gonna be a uh Odachi or Nodachi. Okay. Uh, but I'm not going, you know what? I'm gonna keep it as a great sword because he's not quite Japanese. Mm-hmm. Uh he is I'm planning on a kind of a very guttural, angry uh Japanese voice for when Love he it. does speak. He doesn't speak a lot mm-hmm. because he does not know what the is going on right yeah <laughs> so quiet, he watch and learn exactly uh he is currently a fighter he his background is a mercenary veteran okay um he loves to eat giant goats so uh, yeah i remember seeing that yeah for, uh love and thunder i i ask oh those those goats were both hilarious, and I wanted someone to kill and eat them at the same time. I'm like, you've got to stop. Well, well Golem will do that. He'll he'll enjoy it. Yeah, and yeah, I think it's it's. I really like what you are. You looking for a samurai? Is that what you're ending up going with? Uh, that is the plan uh, level three? And I'm one of those that uh, like I pre-plan my uh, yeah. ASIs and feats and stuff like that. Yeah. So I already know at level four, I'm taking this. At level five, uh, level six, I'm taking this. I'll oftentimes uh, make a copy of my character in D and D Beyond, and then level them up, and then see what it looks like. I do that a lot, yeah. And I love just taking so, my characters to twenty. I'm like, how much of a badass am I going to be when I hit max level? If I hit max level, That's I fun. do that a lot. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I build characters first, and then see what they look like yeah. so yeah well you know and i i kind of love the japanese theme because even if you don't know too much about final fantasy it is a japanese property i mean it's you know they yeah. square enix japanese so it just works there too so at least that's very flavorful so uh, i love it i i to be honest i love everything i've seen i think and i've said this multiple times i think that we've got a nice group of really creative players uh, I'm loving what I'm seeing from the backstories, uh, the prompt questions that everybody supplied. 
I'm just loving the the creativity that's coming into this. And I can already see um, there's two characters that may be uh, it's you not know, like not game breaking PvP conflict, but there's there's some conflicting ideologies in two of the players, and I, I'm interested to see how it plays out. Um, so no spoilers, but just reading through, I'm like, oh, you have a feeling about this that's one way, and you have a very different view about the same thing. <laughs> so we'll see exactly how that plays out. I'm very interested to see. So I'm also excited that you know, like it's we're actually going to have quite a bit of party composition. Yeah, and that wasn't really planned. Yeah, um, no, because I think we've got what? What do we got? We've got fighter, cleric. F- Wizard, Wizard, artificer, and monk. Monk, yes, yes. So, which probably will be the roguish, and if the artificer is, might go tank, tanky. I, I mean, I've got decent armor class, but I think that's our not cleric my thing. is uh, is prepared for oh. taking a hit. <laughs> true, true. Our cleric is ready. Uh, I think. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm. I, I forgot that I was a cleric uh, with the forge, forge domain. So forge domain, yeah. Yeah. I think they're going to have like an AC 20, 21, somewhere Probably. around there. And then I'm sure the artificer could help make that even better. We'll, we'll see what goes. It's going to go nuts. It's going to go crazy. So I'm, I'm very excited. Um, I, I'm looking forward to starting a new campaign because I've recently finished two campaigns and okay. um, I, I was in the, uh, in the process of another one. And then we just had to go on hiatus, some life stuff, just, you know, a couple months. Uh, so I'm I'm just looking forward to really getting into this and sharing this world that I've been kind of pouring this labor of love into. And, you know, it this is actually the first world I've ever tried to design, like, just my own. And it's been a lot of fun. I'm surprised. And a lot of work. A lot more work than I was expecting. But the scabbard page is making it a lot easier. Uh, just I, can, I can imagine that. I mean, if I wish I had that, I'm... I mean, I, I do notepads and stuff yep. like that. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's what I was telling. I was I showed this on one of the other interviews, but I used to just use a, one of these binders, right? And here's the last binder I bought before I discovered Scabbard, so it's empty. So I bought it and then discovered I'm like, oh, pff, I don't need you anymore. Uh, but yeah, it's great. It's It lets me make connections. Uh, it lets me take things from your all's backstory and I can make its own page. I can keep them secret until, you know, they come out. And it's just it's great for me to be able to to organize things, and especially for someone like me that um, has sometimes a hard time keeping things straight. Uh, it has a nice timeline, so I put dates in there, and it'll line everything up for me. I'm like, oh yeah, this was ten years ago, so yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm like, oh, I I could definitely see the positives in it, and uh, you know, with you plugging uh, a little bit of Scabbard, they should give you a kickback. Just saying, plug it, (laughs) yeah, because they're great. Look, I will sing, I will sing Scabbard's praises all day long. They are great. I love them so much. (laughs) By the way, uh, Scabbard, if you're listening, I'll take like one of those free upgrades to like premium or whatever. Because right now I'm like the mid tier. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Lifetime mid tier, something. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I will I will sing your praises every single episode. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean it's great and if you ever do get back into DMing or GMing, uh it's worth taking a look at cuz and they, they even yeah, have a free version that's that's relatively robust. It's just uh I needed a couple of the extra features as we were taking this into more of a, you know, other people might might view this at some point. So, I wanted to just have a couple of those other features to keep things straight in my head and just make it easier, more like a Wikipedia kind of thing. So, yeah. And I mean, it, t- it t- puts more work on your shoulders, but less work on us to having to take as many notes and, and yeah. things like that. It's like, wait, what was the name of that queen? Yeah. Oh, it's right here. Yeah, exactly. And, well, that's good for me too. Cause sometimes I'm like, Oh, wait, what was the name of that queen? And then I'll go like, looking, <laughs> flipping through my pages, but now I can be like, okay, well I know she's queen of this kind. And then, I just go to the city, and then it'll say, you know, rulers, this person and this person. Boom, done. Uh, it's also great for me to keep, because, I mean, some of the stuff that I come up with, it's easier for me to remember. But connections on your all's end, I'm like, wait, so you knew this person? Ah, okay, yeah, it's easier for me to keep that straight in my head, too. So I'm terrible at notes. It's just it's just a scattering of nothingness that I've written down everywhere. My, my wife calls me... Um 
one of these uh, post-it note uh, captain, you know, like I, I <laughs> yeah. post-it notes here and there is like, oh, I have an appointment. Oh, post-it note, yeah. uh, you know, like, hey, I got I got an appointment coming up. I do own. I'm not so old that I don't use a <laughs> smartphone. <laughs> you know, like I'll have like little notes here on 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 top of my computer because yeah. the computer is usually one of the first things I mm-hmm. boot up in the morning to check on things and jump into my games. Right. Um, and it'll say things like, uh, "Oh, make sure you do the uh, something in the garage." You know, just to remind me. Plus, yeah. I'm older. You know, memory <laughs> problems. Well, I, I I used to use post-its quite a bit. Like at my office, I would have post-its just all over the wall. And then I kind of I switched to Google Keep because now it's just basically just digital post-it notes. So I've got like I open it. It's the first thing I do when I boot into work, and I open Google Keep, and it's just a post-it notes of all the to-do list. So then I've like got the starred ones. I'm like, oh, I need to do these today. <laughs> and then the ones at the bottom, I'm like, I'll get to those when I get to them. Uh, just to oh, keep space about, off my wall. Uh... <laughs> Speaking about like work and post-it notes, uh, I used to work at Blizzard Entertainment, and mm-hmm. one of the things really that cool, we used to way. do, that we would do, is take post-it notes. Mm-hmm. I know this is a waste of resources and stuff, <laughs> but we would do pixel art oh, of, cool. with, using post-it notes. And one of them we did was Mario uh, oh. from Mario Brothers, cool. all with post-it notes, uh, <laughs> not so like, color coded. Not color coded? Is it? Uh, no, no, we didn't have uh. that many. They just bought the generic yellow, but it was a looks like a uh, the pixel art of the original That's really Super cool, Mario though. Brothers while he's doing that kind of thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. On the walls. Yeah. Cool. Did you ever do any? Uh, so you worked at you worked at Blizzard. Can you tell us where, what team were you on? Were you on the Warcraft team or? Uh, well, okay. So I start when I first started. I was a game master for world of warcraft for okay. three and a half years cool. uh don't even ask me if i remember my gm name what, um but uh, i was what what era was that though like what expansion do you remember jeez Cat- cataclysm okay. battle for azeroth no not battle for azeroth um some of the earlier ones okay. um okay. but then i transitioned over to become a uh quality assurance um uh-huh. game tester and I jumped in for StarCraft Two, right in the middle of the first uh, uh, game. Okay. And I've been there for all three, and my names are in the credits. Cool. Um, all three StarCraft, uh, like two expansions. All three, yeah, yeah. all three of the StarCrafts, and I was in the beginning of Diablo Three uh, when everything was still wireframe. Yeah, I love me some Diablo so Three. They didn't. <laughs> well. Three you know, that's game. the one that's the one most more most people like compliment me on. I've yeah. been of course at BlizzCon, I've been on a uh signing table and Ooh. they asked what game I work on and I was like Diablo 3. They're like, "Oh, what part?" Yeah. Um so I did the combat environment, some itemization stuff. The combat uh, on Diablo 3 is smooth. Like I it, I just picked up Diablo 2 Resurrected and I played it after Diablo 3 and I'm like, "Oh, this is fun, but it's not Diablo three. Diablo three is just it's just something about it. And I, I don't know if you had anything to do with it, but the Necromancer is just like I love it. The Necromancer That was is the best. that was later. I didn't was get okay. super involved in the expansion for Diablo three. Okay. Uh I jumped over to uh Heroes of the Storm. Uh may it rest in peace. <laughs> so yeah. So I did a lot of that, but in uh, during Heroes of the Storm they were looking for people to help out with Overwatch. Mm-hmm. So I did a lot of Overwatch. Okay. Um I'm sorry uh, you know, I played a lot. I'm sorry for anyone that hated Symmetra. Um <laughs> that was that's probably because of me and uh one of the few players that got play of the game for on Symmetra, nice. uh, a support character. But um, yeah, so I did a little bit of that. Uh, did, of course, some WoW, Miss mm-hmm. um, Pandaria, oh, and a couple of best. other things. Miss Pandaria is my favorite expansion. Like, I, I absolutely You know what? People expansion. don't like it. Some A lot of people don't like it. Uh, but I, I so loved it. I loved Pandaria. <laughs> I loved the monks. I loved the look. Uh, yeah. I mean, I am Asian. Yeah, I just, so. I, I loved the pand- the Pandaren. Is that their name? Is that what the Pandaren, yeah. yeah. They're, they were great. Like, I, I don't know what about it. Like, when it first got announced, I was like... At first, it was one of those things like because Blizzard does April Fool's jokes. I'm like, was this is this real? I was like, oh, it's not April first. 
Uh, and then I was like, this could be really exciting. And it was just like a nice, fresh take, I think, you know, because that was coming right out of Cataclysm, right? And things were mm-hmm. things were so dour and everything was just so down with black. And then all of a sudden we're running around with pandas and it still has a, a nice, uh, you know, meaty story of some bad stuff going on. And the Shah was very interesting. But the, the locales were gorgeous. They, they were, were beautifully beautiful. rendered. And yeah. the animations on the pan, uh, the Pandaren were just – nothing was ever going to get me to change my hunter from a dwarf. Like, it's just – you know, I'd been playing him since Burning Crusade. I it just I, – I couldn't do it. But I did make a monk, and I did get that. It was the second character I ever actually leveled to max level. Uh, nice. Because I, I'm always – with MMOs, I'm like a one-character kind of guy. I just don't have a lot of time. So I, I'm not an alt – Man, I like to have my character and play them, level them up, max level, you know, raid and stuff with them. Uh, I, that I've was, got too many characters. That's my brother. My brother has like 40 alts. I'm like, how do you get anything done? Uh, but yeah, for that was the first one where I actually played something new and, and leveled the monk. And I, yeah, that and Wrath have been my, my absolute two favorites. I know Wrath's kind of Ra- a Wrath is still classic. way up there as far as best. Yeah, but I don't pan... Pan- Pandaria is my favorite, my personal favorite. Uh, I did not like Warlords of Draenor. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I wasn't there. Uh, okay. uh, <laughs> Fortunately, I left um, about six months before I was able to get my uh, shield. Oh, no. So you should have stayed Blizzard, six months. You were this close. <laughs> every five years, you get a actual item. So... Uh, by five year, I got a, a, a actual sword, okay. metal sword, yeah. and it was a black blade. Um, and then at ten years, I would have got a shield. At fifteen it's years, I think building it's building out a set of armor. Is that what they're doing? <laughs> basically, I'm, okay. I'm like, okay, what do they give you at the twenty five years? Is it a full set of armor or a breastplate or something? Giant like that? shoulder pads. <laughs> so you get a, there's a ring, there's a helmet, uh, things like that. That's so. Cool. It was pretty cool. Uh, Christmas parties were awesome. They were usually sure. at the Disneyland Hotel. Uh, um, your job's so like much that. more it fun was... than mine. <laughs> I mean, it, it's hard to break into the gaming industry as yeah. it is, but um, my claim to fame is I'm actually published. My name is in the credits, mm-hmm. and that's that's my happiness. Yep, yep. That's pretty cool. I mean, it's definitely really cool. So, uh, but yeah, I, there's part of me, I don't play WoW currently. Um, we took a break kind of, there was just something about, oh, I've really liked Legion. Uh, there's just something about, um, God, Shadowlands that just lost me a little bit. Um, it's a grind, unfortunately. It, the next expansion, Dragonflight, uh, I mean, we got it. We're going to play around with it. I have not paid for WoW, um, for a long time, the subscription. Awesome. I make so much in-game gold, I can buy the token and yeah. there's a month. Uh, I bought the not. game <laughs> using in-game tokens. Now, is that, is that out yet? Or? Uh, that launches next month, next uh, month. but okay. the pre-patch already came out, so... Mm. Uh, yeah, that's so they changed the so, U. That's why Solo was canceled on my podcast. Like, When did it come out? Uh, the pre-expansion? Yeah. The pre-patch, it came out this past Tuesday. Yep, yep, that's it. Oh, I knew it was something like that. Let's change. The <laughs> UI has changed. So I'm having to relearn everything. Yeah. My add-ons don't work, of course. Yeah. <laughs> but it's typical stuff. Yeah. And my, it's and a learning brother, game again. My brother, who runs the podcast with me, plays a lot of WoW. And he just randomly canceled on a Tuesday. And I'm like, all right, whatever. That was it. Oh, I'm going to give him so much crap. I knew it had something to do because he canceled on me when Wrath Classic launched too. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, this podcast was your idea. Stop canceling on me. <laughs> yeah. And, and I mean, this next one, Dragonfly is supposed to be the big, uh, another big one because yeah. new race, new class. Oh, and they're locked together though, right? Race and class. They are locked yeah. together. But- yeah. I'm expecting is like okay, how many are of those are we going to see in Dungeons and Raids? A million. So to, yeah. to bring it back a little bit to D and D, that that's the one thing yeah. that I didn't really like about WoW um, is is the race class lockdown. What I do really like about D and D is see that transition. Uh, Pretty it's just open. The, the 
flexibility to be open. Because, I mean, even in, in Warcraft, I know it's much better than it used to be, because they've actually opened that up quite a bit. Uh, but uh, Tauren stick to mind, just not having as many options back in the day. And then, of course, the Night Elf Mage was always one. And there's always a lore reason here or there why they why didn't allow them. But I, I, I that's one of the things that really gravitated towards uh, me towards D&D is because I was playing a lot of WoW, and I just felt like I had even more flexibility with my characters when I came over to playing D and D and it, it's kind of like playing wow, but on a, such a much more open scale <clears throat> and it's, it's hard for a new player to grasp. You can do pretty much anything. You're like, okay, well, what can I really do? It's like, what can you imagine you can do? And we'll see if it's possible. You know, like it's you're not column limited. A add column B. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I want to be a, a, a total rogue. Uh, right? they're great. Yeah, turtle monks. I made I made a ninja turtle uh, because I love ninja turtles. You can see my ninja turtle mac and cheese boxes back there. That's my little collection. Keep her itching. Where? Oh, then I have a question for you. Who's yeah. your favorite turtle? Donatello. He's the best one. Mine is Raphael. Raphael is also good. So, uh, Raphael used to be my second favorite, but as I've gotten older, Leonardo has passed him a little bit because he gives me that older. Uh, older brother vibe which i'm an I'm leonardo's an number two for me yep so it's donatello <laughs> leonardo my least favorite and i don't i don't not like him but Poor it's michelangelo Mikey. like yeah and i think he's, he's like, too silly yeah i know he's like probably the most popular but for me he's just I, like you need him you need all four i think they've got a great dynamic you need all four of them but just mikey's just my least favorite i love the uh, the dynamic between Leonardo and Raphael, though. That's always some of the best story. And my my personal favorite Ninja Turtle movie... Now you got me started. My personal favorite Ninja <laughs> Turtle movie is the 2007 TMNT, and I know that's not a popular option, but I love it, the computer animated one. And the fight scene between Leonardo and Raphael in the rain on the roof, if you know what I'm talking about, is just <laughs> so good. And there's so much going on in their in their silent interactions in that scene, and I'm like, this is what my turtle heart has dreamed of since I was like five. So. Well, I mean, I grew up with TMNT. Mm. Loved the first. My first personal favorite is the very first movie, it's original movie. One. It's probably uh, because it's yeah, actual probably. latex suits. Yeah. Yeah, with full animatronic, you know, like the mouthing when uh, I think is it Leonardo that says Splinter? Oh yeah, when, yeah. Isn't that Jim Henson? Did he do that? Was that Jim Henson? That uh, probably. So? I wouldn't be surprised. I love everything that Jim Henson does anyway. Yeah. Uh, like the Dark Crystal um, redo. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. I'm I'm a movie file by the way. It's like if you want to talk movies, especially geek movies, Star Wars, Star Trek. TMNTs, you know, yeah, the, me too. the Marvel movies. Holy crap. Yeah, we were talking about um, those, I think, in one of our other ones. <laughs> I can't remember who brought it up, but I think we were talking about Marvel movies. <laughs> but, I could talk all day about any movie. Um, I love books, traveling. Yeah, I'm a foodie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, my wife is a foodie, and she's kind of turned me into one. Um, we just, when we were at, we went to Disney World recently, and it was Epcot's Food and Wine Festival. Oh, best oh. day ever. Even better day, we had a babysitter, so we could just run around. And we, I don't even want to know how much money we spent because uh, you, you're also having a little bit of the wine. And then you just kind of stop thinking about it, and you're like, ooh, you know what sounds you really forget. good right now? <laughs> oh, I've had two that glasses of wine. That helps you forget how much you spent. <laughs> and how many calories you're eating. But you're also taking like 400 million steps at Disney World. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the Epcot Food and Wine Festival is really good. So excellent. They had this whole stand that was just mac and cheese and four different kinds of mac and cheese. And it was. It's funny you bring up things like mac and cheese. Originally, I had a thought I was going to open up a food truck. I was so much a foodie. And it was going to be called. And this is copyrighted. No one can take it. (laughs) Uh, The Holy Jesus. I love it. (laughs) Holy (laughs) Jesus. I love it. So would you do mac and cheese, grilled cheese, or just mac and cheese, or any kind of cheese dishes? It was going to be a saints and sinners menu. The saints was going to be mac and cheese with whatever you throw in. Sinners menu was going to be paninis with mac and cheese. So it's marble load because it's on fire. You know, it's grilled. I love it. This is a great idea. And the sinners menu can have more, uh, more calories and really the good stuff everybody likes. Ooh, man. 
Okay, I won't <laughs> steal it, but I mean, if you ever get around to it, you, I, I might want to like invest or something because that sounds okay. Awesome. Hey, hey, cool. Uh, Second investor. We've got uh, we've got a uh, local uh, food thing that comes through um, called the Taste of Cincinnati. And they have like this whole food truck alley that they put in, and that's always fun. I just love food trucks; they're just cool. You know, it's just cool to walk down, and yep. they always have pricey. The best food. Boy, best way you can get a try of something. Totally worth it. Totally worth the little bit extra you pay. But I mean, they gotta afford gas, and gas just yeah. keeps getting more expensive. So, <laughs> yeah, and until they come out with good electric food trucks. Yeah, that might be a while. <laughs> yeah, right. Because uh, you know you're going to need something to uh, like heat up all those uh, burners and everything. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, <laughs> now I'm hungry. I just had uh, lunch too before we talked about this, and now I'm starving. Thank you very much. Well, it's much. breakfast for me. But oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, don't forget, I won't be able to make. Well, I will be on for the mm. uh, first session, but I will be away. I'll be in a hotel room. Yep. Um, but. Uh, should be good from that point on. Okay. Yep. So that's thanks for that reminder. So yes. So you you we will be seeing you on episode one, uh, but just in a more limited capacity than normal. But you you'll be there. So, and you'll be here in our hearts as we <laughs> as we think about you. So, but yeah, I think it's I, I'm looking forward to starting. Um, I'm very very excited. I'm just putting the finishing touches on the things I need to do on my end, trying to get the stream ready, trying to make sure I've got everything set up. Uh, I was playing earlier because just making sure I've got the screen captures, how I'm going to show some stuff to to you all in the Discord call, how I'm going to show things to the stream, uh, and just making sure everything's lined up. Uh, making sure we we did decide to do our roles digitally, so we will have a section on um, on the actual overlay for all the roles, which I think will be a, a nice benefit uh, for viewers as well too. So. Yeah, nervous, Excellent. excited, but uh, I tell you what, it's going to be awesome. I think it's going to be fun, and having these having these interviews has been nice because because uh, we don't we don't all, none of us really know each other. We've kind of found each other through the various discords, and we've had a session zero. But it's it's been nice for me just to get to talk to people just about whatever, just to get to know you better on a on a person level, and not just you know your character sheet. So it's been great. So I've really enjoyed. Because there are people behind every character. There are. There are. The and, more you know. <laughs> and I think we've got some pretty good people behind our character sheets. So, well, thank you. And we're excited about the GM. I, I hope so. I'm trying uh, I'll try my best. If it if it sucks, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I just know that I tried, okay? It's not going to suck. It's not going to suck. <laughs> just know that I tried. So... Uh, anyway, yeah, so, I mean, these, these videos have been going, we're running about the time that we've been doing. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Uh, if you're, if you do socials, I've been giving people a chance to say where they can be followed. If you don't want to be followed, don't say anything. Uh, but yeah, anything else you want to add here at the end? I'm too old to do too much social. So, uh, I mean, I did start a, a Twitch channel for a little while, mm. but, uh, I don't do a, do it too much. It was mostly WoW, and yeah. eh, no no one's really super interested in WoW anymore. Uh, but I have been playing some other games, and I just recently joined a clan, so I might restart my Twitch. And if you are interested, it's twitch.tv slash harlequin381. Perfect, perfect. Just out of and curiosity, I'll... what other games did you recently start? Uh, I just started uh, Gundam Evolution. Oh, uh, yeah, you were a... about that. It's a free shooter, very much Overwatch, but with mm -hmm. the Gundam universe. I mean, you play mechs. How cool is that? Yeah. Um, and I just recently joined sort of like a clan, uh, but we... It's not that we stomp, but we have gotten stomped too. But <laughs> overall, I love playing with people that know what to do, yeah. can do the objectives with me instead of me standing there by myself. Yeah, yeah, that, um, that's, that's a big difference when those in those team shooters or team based like MOBAs or anything like that. You can tell a difference when you've got a team versus when you don't. Yeah. So I mean, I, um, I'm really going to try and get. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I'm going to try and get my Final Fantasy 14 back up. Uh, figure out why I can't log in. Um, it's worth playing. It's a great let's see game. what else am I playing? Uh, Amazing did free a, trial. <laughs> uh, right now we're doing uh, Borderlands Two. Uh, mm -hmm. Going back because uh, a few buddies of mine are uh, we we do Wednesdays to play, and I haven't streamed that, but uh, I'm playing Gage this time around on it. That's okay. the Necromancer. Um, 
uh, my wife just said TF2, and I'm like, going, eh, I used <laughs> to be really good with TF2. I absolutely i was just thinking about tf2 and you're talking about these i was like man you know what i'd like to play again tf2 i haven't played that in forever i i used to be really good but uh i wouldn't say i was good but i used to play it a lot (laughs) yeah well and i i've been jumping back in because the clan that i play uh gundam um -hmm. evolution with they also play tf2 and i jumped in once and i'm like okay i think i died way more yeah. than I've killed. <laughs> it surprises me games like TF2 still have like a, a player base. You know, just because it's not a new game. Uh, it's it's pretty old at this point. And it surprises me just the longevity that some of those games have. But it shows you MMOs. when a good... Yeah. Uh, true. Yeah. It just shows you when a game is good. Yeah. Like really good. Yeah. The longevity that they can have. Or, you know, like there are games that are not so good that... Within a year, they're gone. So. Yeah, yeah. Fi- uh, Final Fantasy actually, or Square Enix had two uh, that just happened because they had that Babylon's Fall that's being shut down. Not even a year later, and then they had a, a battle royale on on mobile. Final Fantasy VII, First Soldier, and Final Fantasy VII is kind of their golden ticket. Uh, it's shutting down in January, less than a year. Oh or two, no! So. Yeah, that was surprising. That was surprising to me, but it, it makes it sad sometimes, especially if that was one of the games you really got into. Um, and then, yeah, but then games like TF2 are just around forever. Like I could just, you know, if I decided to go play it and that's just so weird to me and, you know, every now and well, then I I'll, can't believe things like doom are coming back. I know. And, and I kind of love it. Cause every now and then I get an itch to play something that I played in like high school or even middle school. And I'm like, well, I can't like some of the servers got shut down or, um, one thing I was really looking forward to getting back into was Warcraft three. I loved Warcraft three and then reforged came out and I just, I didn't <laughs> get it. <laughs> I didn't end up playing. Did it you get your much. refund? No, um. I can't. I just held out hope that it would kind of fix itself. And then I got bored of waiting and moved on. So I've got it hanging out there, but I mean, nothing, such fond memories of just high school, just, you know, coming home, clicking into my dial up internet connecting to a 4v4 and you're in there for like two hours just fighting over resources and stuff i just until your mom picks up the phone damn it yeah i remember one time uh yeah i know we're running late but i remember one time that there was uh there was was, think me and one other and we had one more guy to it was a 4v4 and got down to 2v1 after we knocked some people out and my my parents came home and i knew they needed me to do something like i was like oh god i'm gonna have to like do the dishes or something like that and i'm like please 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 hurry 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 and i remember we we destroyed their base like right when they started screaming my name and i'm like yes i I think the match took us like two and a half hours it was a long back and forth but it'll just it sticks out in my memory i was playing night elf um and uh, at the end uh, we kind of divided and conquered and i ended up this just huge army of uh chimeras just that was my my contribution and i just was sieging the crap out of them from the from the east uh nice good times man i miss rts's <sighs> we haven't had a good rts for a little while it's yeah. been starcraft too really that's the last that one. was probably the last one yeah it's just kind of a dying, I mean, got replaced by back in the command and conquerors and stuff like that man they were, it was like <laughs> they were in their heyday they had so many of those things out there and then now they just don't now it's all about shooters. Shooters and MOBAs. There's a lot of MOBAs that kind of filled mm. that void. But yeah, shooters. And I'm just, I'm not good at shooters, so I don't play them that often. But, oh well. I play too many. Just, just ask my wife. I get killed too much, so I don't. Uh, anyway. I get banned too much. <laughs> it has been absolutely great talking to you and getting to know you a little bit better. I cannot wait the same. to see your character and how we how we go and, and do this game. So, Again, a reminder that's going to be November 7th is our first stream. Harlequin here will be on um, – he'll be there. Mobile. Mobile (laughs) for for the first episode, but he'll be there. Um, And then we're streaming Mondays at 9.30, you know, weekly schedules, what we're we're looking to do. Might, you know, end up taking a couple weeks off, especially as we get towards the holidays. But we'll talk about that, and we'll let everybody know what we're going to do. And uh, you can find that at twitch.tv slash coupoquest. 
And then the VODs of that will be going up on our Highwind Herald YouTube channel because that's the brand technically that's producing the show. So, uh, But I'll put all the links to that in the descriptions and stuff. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can follow at Wolfkins or the show, the, the podcast show at Highwind Herald. I've been doing a lot of updates for this show, Coupo Quest, on there as well. Haven't decided if I'm going to break out and just do a different Twitter for that, but follow them for now and you'll find out if I do. <laughs> so three Twitters just seems like a lot to manage. <laughs> so I've been resisting the urge to do that. So I have one that barely even get on there. Yeah, I'm on there too much. <laughs> that's that's the thing I'm on too much. So anyway, it has been absolutely wonderful talking to you. Thank you so much for agreeing to do the interview and for agreeing to play. I, I can't wait to get this started. Excited. Can't wait. Me too. <laughs> All right. It's been good talking to you, Lally Ho friends, and we'll see you on November 7th. Stay tuned. Stay tuned.